Welcome to episode number five of the Edgewood Education Podcast. This is Pastor Matt Harmless coming to you live from Danville, Illinois, in the basement studios of me. Isn't this exciting? Five episodes. Well, let's see. What's been going on? Um, Number one, I have been watching, well, uh, not I, my family, we, Charity and I, We've been watching JJ, sweet little JJ. If you're part of our church, you know who that is. Need I need I say more to that? Um, number two, what's been going on? Same's birthday this week. Turned 19. It was pretty exciting. We didn't really do much. Uh, big 18th birthday party we had. Some of you might remember that, but uh, 19th we just went. Went out to Texas Roadhouse, watched a movie, got home late. Number three of what's been going on in my life lately. I realized yesterday, I mean the realization just sunk in that I am less than a week from school beginning. Ugh. I'm I'm not ready. I'm really not ready. Number four of what's been going on in my life. Got my classroom set up. I didn't do that today. Actually, I went up went up to my room, set up my classroom, got my tables and chairs uh, all in the place that I want them, at least temporarily. Uh, if you've ever been one of my students, which I don't think anybody that listens to this has, but if you've ever been one of my students, you know I like to change my desks around all the time and my uh, setup of my chairs, etc., also, I have air conditioning. I'm so excited. I went up there, turned it on, tried it out, cooled off my room. It was glorious. Number five of what's been going on in my life lately. Important sermon this week, or last week, not this coming week, but th- this week is in what just happened. I hope it encouraged you. I really do. I hope it encouraged you to pray. It was, a, it was important for our church. It was important for me. I hope that you've been inspired to ask God. Uh, one thing I, I, I'd like to recommend, I, I, I may have mentioned this on Sunday, but I'd like to recommend is, is and I, I don't know exactly how to put this, but as you're considering what to pray for and pray about, I, I want to encourage you to not be willy-nilly about it. I've begun to believe that part of, and I don't know what percentage, but but part of praying in faith uh, is connected not just to this sense of of trust. I mean, I think that might be part of it, but I don't think that's primarily it. I, I, praying in faith, I'm, I'm coming to believe, has more to do with, with seeing God's world accurately. I believe, without going into great theological detail here, that part of praying in faith is not just trying to muster up the right amount of, of trust. And I think many of us have struggled for this exact reason. We, we've thought, well, i got to trust more, i got to trust harder. And, and I don't think that's what it's about. Uh, praying in faith, I, I've, I'm coming to believe, is about seeing God's world accurately clearly 
and I think that what this looks like is is being aware of what God may be asking you to pray about and to ask for. There may be some things that God is saying, I want you to pray about this. That's the exact thing that he's going to do, and he, he wants to invite you in to the process. So I hope, like I said, this was encouraging last week. Maybe I know that the people that came forward were seemingly encouraged and wanted to to really just call upon God and ask for some different things. Like I said, this is important for our church as well. We are going to occasionally, maybe every Sunday, I'm going to be available at the end of the service to pray for anyone that may need uh, the the need or the desire to come forward and ask me to pray for them. I'll try to be obedient to James chapter 5, coming to the elders of the church and uh, having them pray. Uh, I want that opportunity to to be able to pray for you. That, that's what that's for. That's what that's there for, for me to pray for you and to dedicate you back to God and to encourage you to be asking for yourself, asking for things God may be calling on you to ask for. So, um, the first Ask Pastor Matt podcast is coming. Charity and I have just been busy. I know she announced it on Sunday. Uh, we've just been a little bit busy. I've already mentioned all these things that are going on in my life, so I hope that you understand that. Uh, that's why that one has been in the delay. If you aren't on Facebook, Although, if you're not on Facebook, I'm not sure how you're getting these and listening to them. But, if you're not on Facebook and you were wondering what that's all about, there's a Facebook post where we describe we're going to do kind of take questions. Uh, not having three full services a week does leave us as a church with... Uh, a lot of lack of potential time where I could be answering those questions in a uh, church situation. And this is kind of our way of addressing some of those things and trying to uh, point you in the right direction as we look to God's Word. The first question, as you know, if you're on Facebook, the first question, as you know, is uh, has to do with, you know, well, can Christians... I mean, what, what, what does the Bible say about tattoos, I guess is a better way to say it. I think the question may have been phrased, can Christians get tattoos? But um, what does the Bible say about tattoos? That's the, that's the question. And my wife appropriately put response will definitely uh, seek to answer that scripturally, biblically. But I hope everybody likes the answer because I'm pretty sure most of our church is inked in some way, shape, or form. I... I know that I am, so, um, but I don't want to let that affect how I answer it. We want to go to God's Word and say, what what does it actually say? And I'm tempted to get into some of that answer right now, but that's not why we're doing this particular podcast. We're talking about um, what what's coming up, right? That's the point of this podcast, talk about what's coming up this coming Sunday. So this Sunday is my son's Samuel his last his last Sunday before college I'm wiping away my tears can you hear that those tears being wiped away it's his last Sunday 
Um, so I'm going to continue our break from Philippians. We we didn't do Philippians last week, and and we won't do it this week either. And uh, I really want to just honestly, you're all invited to come to church, but I'm kind of going to kind of give uh, some fatherly advice to my son in the form of a sermon. Uh, maybe not the most important thing I've ever preached on, but I there, there's some there's something I want to talk about. And it'll apply to all of you too, I promise. I thought about Proverbs 9.10. That was my first thought when I was thinking about this coming Sunday. It says, The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom, and the knowledge of the Holy One is insight. And what is the fear of the Lord? And I mean, think about that verse. It's the beginning of wisdom, the beginning of it. Just the beginning is the fear of the Lord. Well, what is that? What does it mean? How can this impact your life? Uh, so I was thinking about talking about that verse um, tied to that I also thought of uh, another passage Ecclesiastes chapter 12 verses 13 and 14 which in the ESV says the end of the matter all has been heard fear God and keep his commandments for this is the whole duty of man for God will bring every deed into judgment with every secret thing whether good or evil I read this for the first time several years ago I had just finished reading Ecclesiastes, and I was thinking to myself, what is this all about? In the NIV, when I came to those last two verses of Ecclesiastes, uh, the NIV starts that verse off this way. Instead of saying, the end of the matter all has been heard, it says, let us hear the conclusion of the whole matter. And so I can remember reading that thinking, yes, that's what I want to hear, the conclusion. What's the point? And then it goes on, like I said, fear God and keep his commandments, for this is the whole duty of man. Uh, gotta be honest, I almost went with that passage. In fact, I'm still kind of on the borderline. I know there's only a day left, but I may switch back and do this one. Eh, no, I don't think I will. It's tempting, though. That's a good verse. I settled, though, on Colossians chapter 3, verses 22 through 24, which uh, states, Bond servants, obey in everything. Who are your, the, those who are your earthly masters, not by way of eye service as people pleasers, but with sincerity of heart, fearing the Lord. Whatever you do, work heartily as for the Lord and not for men, knowing that from the Lord you will receive the inheritance as your reward. You are serving the Lord Christ. Where it says bond servants, you could place in there any position that must submit. You could say students, obey your teachers, or employees, obey your managers, or Citizens, obey the police, the governing officials. There's something about this type of service. Paul states it needs to be of a sincerity of heart, not by way of eye service as people pleasers. It's not just when they're watching. But there's something more than that, and this is what I really want to get to on Sunday. It's on top of that, over and above that. Notice the last phrase of verse 24 says, You are serving the Lord Christ. Now, like I said, I'm going to get into this particular aspect Sunday, but, but just note, for the remainder of your week, if you have any more days of work this week, understand that this adjusts everything you do. It adjusts everything to the category of spiritual there's nothing that isn't spiritual 
This goes hand in hand with this passage, 1 Corinthians 10.31, which says, So whether therefore you eat or drink, whatever you do, do all to the glory of God. I mean, all things can be done for God's glory. And according to Colossians, when you serve, you're really serving Christ. You think you're serving that manager? No. You think you're serving that, that frustrating boss? No. You think you're serving that teacher that doesn't understand what you're going through? No, you're really, you're really serving Christ. Take this to work with you. How might you work different the remainder of this week if you interpreted everything through this filter? What if Jesus asked me to do this? How might you respond differently to your boss if you ran everything through that filter and thought, what if this was Christ telling me to do this? How can this give hope in what you're doing? I mean, doesn't it give everything meaning? Doesn't it, doesn't it tack onto everything you do the opportunity to bring glory to God? And according to this passage in Colossians, he speaks of reward and inheritance. And you're serving the Lord Christ. Well, uh, I've gone a little bit longer than I thought I was going to. I usually try to keep this about 10 minutes. It looks like I'm getting close to 15. And so I'm going to wrap this up with a word of prayer and um, an encouragement to be at church Sunday. Come on, people. Come to church. It's good. You should do it. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, I want to ask right now for all that hear this podcast god that your blessing will be on them in a way that is powerful and meaningful lord i pray that as i continue on in my own study preparing this uh, message uh, based on your word lord that you'd give me the wisdom and the insight to to know how to present it in a way that's accurate uh, mostly lord just accurate lord pleasing to you understandable lord i pray for all those that are I'm going to be at church on Sunday. I ask that you would fill them up with your spirit in a way that they will be ready to hear and to listen and to learn and to to then do. Lord, I pray that you'd help us to remember that it's the Lord Christ we are serving. I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen.